Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, August 1st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Illinois students will soon have to learn Native American history, but many say they should be taught more. We should be teaching everyone that we're still here and that we're not just like in the past. We're still out here. We're still thriving and everything. We'll have details on the new legislation in Illinois in just a few minutes. Metrolink will receive nearly a quarter billion dollars from the federal government to replace aging cars and repair flood damage. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg highlighted that funding yesterday during a stop in East St. Louis. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports. $27 million will be directed toward repairs needed from last summer's flooding. That record flooding killed two and left thousands with damaged homes. Metrolink wasn't immune. It lost two light rail cars, among other damage. Buttigieg says the funding will help Metrolink recover. We're here because we know how much transit means to people, and we know that this community has been through a lot. The remaining $196 million will be used to replace 48 Metrolink light rail cars, many of which are 30 years old and need upgrades. That money comes from a National Infrastructure Improvement Plan passed in 2021. In East St. Louis, I'm Will Bauer. St. Louis Public Radio. A former interim St. Louis police chief is suing the city for racial discrimination. The Post-Dispatch reports Lieutenant Colonel Michael Sack claims he was not offered the job on a permanent basis because he is white. The legal filing says Mayor Tashara Jones wanted a black police chief. Sack was one of four finalists last year for the position. The lawsuit says one of the final black candidates withdrew, the other turned down the job. The city hired Robert Tracy, who is white. The newspaper reports Sack's case says he was not selected because it would have proven he was qualified. The city is not commenting. The St. Louis Archdiocese has put some of the changes proposed by the reorganization known as All Things New on hold. Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky has suspended seven decrees he issued as part of All Things New, so those parishes can now appeal to the Vatican. All seven were due to merge or be taken over by others. The Archdiocese says it will ensure members of the parishes can continue to receive the sacraments, but that priests will not have the authority to make any major decisions that cannot be easily reversed. There is no timetable for the Vatican to act on the appeals, though the process is expected to take several months. The specific reorganizations will not move forward until a final decision. The state of Missouri is set to conduct its fourth execution of 2023. Johnny Johnson will be put to death for the 2002 murder of a six-year-old Valley Park girl, barring any ruling today from the U.S. Supreme Court. The execution is slated for sometime after 6 this evening. A federal appeals panel had halted the execution, which would have allowed Johnson's attorneys to argue that he is too mentally ill to understand the punishment. But the full Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals reversed that decision over the weekend. An Illinois lawmaker wants to regulate the way auto insurance companies are selling their rates. Mawa Iqbal reports. State Representative Will Gazzardi's bill would bar insurers from using a person's credit score to calculate premiums. Gazzardi says credit scores have no bearing on how safe a driver is. One of the most sort of discriminatory factors that we see, right, because credit score is obviously, you know, a reflection of a lot of socioeconomic factors. He's been working with the Illinois chapter of the Public Interest Research Group on the bill. They released a study today that found that safe drivers with low credit scores 
pay nearly $500 more annually in premiums than safe drivers with high credit scores. Gazzardi's bill would also require insurers to get state approval before changing their rates. I'm Mawa Iqbal. A lesser-known geological find in southern Illinois has been increasingly on scientists' radar. Hicks Dome, that's a dormant volcano tucked away in Hardin County, has an unusual concentration of rare earth minerals and radioactive materials. Southern Illinois University geologist Daniel Hummer says the likelihood of Hicks Dome erupting again is slim to none. There was actually rifting. Part of the crust was being pulled apart and was kind of breaking here in this area in the middle of the North American continent. And so because of that, hot material from below was able to squeeze up into cracks and shoot upwards. He says based on geological maps and surveys, present-day middle of North America is stable. Hummer was a guest yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. Starting in the 2024-25 school year, all Illinois K-12 students will be required to learn about Native American history, tribal sovereignty, and genocide. Peter Medlin reports on what it means for all Illinois students. Here in the basement of a Chicago church, Aaliyah Begay is teaching a group of about a dozen fellow Native American students some traditional dance techniques. This is a summer program from the American Indian Association of Illinois. Most of the students are in high school and they're all from Chicago. Some jump right in and dance, while a few others stand on the sideline before their friends' laughter and the music coaxes them in. Begay is going into her third year at Columbia College Chicago studying marketing. She's Navajo in Santo Domingo Pueblo, and she travels almost every weekend to dance at powwows across the country. And today, she's not just teaching dance and showing her jingle dresses, she's also talking with the students about her college experience. There's not that many of us, and there's a lot of stereotypes of not Native Americans not making it in life or being high school dropouts, and you guys want to break that. Begay is glad Illinois just passed the new Native American history bill, but she wants non-Native students to know that their story hasn't ended. We should be teaching everyone that we're still here and that we're not just like in the past. We're still out here and we're still thriving and everything. That is a key part of the legislation, which is still waiting for Governor Pritzker's signature. Students will learn about the history of indigenous people in Illinois, but also Native contributions to the arts, sciences, and more. And it'll describe the large urban Native American populations in Illinois. The state has no federally recognized tribal land, but over 70% of Native Americans nationwide live in urban areas, not reservations. And Chicago has one of the largest urban American Indian populations in the country, with around 175 tribes Presented. Older students will delve further into tribal sovereignty, the genocide and discrimination of Native Americans, and forced relocation. The instructional materials for those lessons will be developed in consultation with the Chicago American Indian Community Collaborative, a group of independent Native organizations that the American Indian Association of Illinois is a part of. Doreen Wiese is an enrolled member of the White Earth Ojibwe Nation in Minnesota and the president of the American Indian Association of Illinois. Wiese has been an educator in Illinois for over 50 years. We see and others met weekly with the state board's curriculum committee. It's still a work in progress, and she says they were able to borrow some from the curriculum in Wisconsin, but they largely started from scratch. She says Native American representation has been rare within Illinois education, and she says there are still very few Native American students attending college in Illinois. I still have kids dropping out of school. I can't talk the parents into borrowing a bunch of money to send their kids to college. Believe me, I'm working the summer on it to try to convince them, say that's worth it. 
Andrew Johnson is a citizen of the Cherokee Nation and the executive director of the Native American Chamber of Commerce of Illinois. He's also a part of the Community Collaborative, and he helped lead the legislative push for the history bill. He's been really proud of his work with the state board and Rockford State Representative Maurice West, who was the main sponsor of the bill. But his experience in Springfield wasn't totally positive. One of the representatives, I'm still troubled by it, he said, well, this education, you know, it's, it's going to include how natives were involved in ritual sacrifice of children. I don't know. I was just floored. But there were some unforgettable, uplifting moments, too. Late last year, Native American drums and dancing could be heard in the Capitol Building Rotunda during the Native American Summit. And Johnson was there gathering support for issues like the Native American History Bill. It was overwhelming. I mean, there were tears. Um, it was... Uh... It was just so key. It was so important for our community to be there and to do that. And it definitely made our legislators know that there were uh, natives here uh, in that building and ones that were a vibrant community uh, that could contribute a tremendous amount uh, to the state. He said hearing those drums in the halls of power meant a lot to a group that's had so little representation since being forced off this land, a state that's named after a confederation of tribes. And they hope that this new curriculum will help students from every background understand Illinois' true history. I'm Peter Mudlin. Peter is a reporter at the member stations that make up Northern Public Radio. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.